0: season he's got three up there with him looking towards Raul Jimenez here and what a start! Raul
1: Jimenez with a fantastic finish inside two and a half minutes and Wolves in the front with a marvelous goal hey
0: everybody Cantina MX podcast up and running today thought it'd be cool to do a different intro today Uh, my name is Jaime Landeros I'm your host today and joining me is Joel. Joel, how we doing today?
1: I'm doing good, man. Uh and I saw that that goal. I was fortunate to see it. It looked like Hernandez wasn't even trying, dude. He's gotten that <laughs> confident. He's he's gotten that confident where he's like, you know, because because they he first times it. He's at the edge of the box. They send across. And it looks like almost looks like a tap in, yeah. Which is like, like just it's it takes a lot of skill and confidence to pull that off. You know, you usually want to just hammer those balls in. Because if if the a portero blocks it, he won't be able to contain it, and someone could could score off of the rim, you know, off of uh, off of the rebound. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, but he just he just put it in an angle, man. He was just oof.
2: Yeah, the
0: Premier League uh, officially started on Friday, and we had to wait until today, Monday, to see Wolves play. And Raúl Jimenez wasted no time. Uh, he scored the first goal of the game in in three minutes. I mean, didn't even have a chance to to sit down, man. Um, really happy for Raul Jimenez, just really going off of his last season. Um, are you able to hear me? It uh, looks, looks
1: like he stayed. Yeah, you, I, you, could, you, I
0: could. Okay, okay, just making sure I was having sound issues, but yeah, go ahead.
1: Do you think there's still a possibility he leaves, or, or is this, you know, I'm, I'm staying?
2: Staying at Wolves. Um,
0: I would love to see a team try and pry Raul Jimenez off of Wolves' hands. I mean, there's no way he's leaving. Now that the season started, even if they were to offer a ridiculous amount of money for Raul's services, you can't replace him. You know what I mean? He's their number one player. He's... He's... uh. If he's not in the game, who's going to be scoring the goals? So, I, I think that he's going to be at Wolves for another season.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's twenty nine, so he still has a lot. He's already an histórico, you know. So that's good. I rather he stays in that club and and is like a legend because, aside from, you know, he will be the third one. Pretty much because we have Hugo Sanchez at Real Madrid, uh Marquez at Barcelona, and then uh but but I don't know I don't know if Marquez is considered even though he was a big part of that. I don't know how much, you know, um but Jimenez definitely will be man if he stays there at least two more years he's gonna be highly regarded for it you know 20 years people are still going to be talking about
2: him oh yeah
0: yeah he's 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 already working his way i mean with i think like with every goal that he scores for wolves it's like they're they're building the the statue piece by piece you know he's probably up to his belly button right now if he keeps going they're they're gonna have the whole statue ready for him by the time he he leaves that club i mean it's He's he's already their top all time goal scorer, so he's he's doing really good. And uh I let me check to see who they play next. And while I'm pulling that up, we have a third guest. I think Cheekies is hiding over there. Cheekies, are you on? Crickets. <laughs> he's 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 drowning in victories. He he has no No way to talk right now. But it looks like Wolves will play Stoke City in the League Cup on Thursday and then Man City on Monday. So we'll see how how they do. Should be a pretty easy game against Stoke. But then Man City, oof, that's a tough one. I could hear you. Okay, okay. Um, So that's all the uh, player abroad action that we'll be discussing today. There's a lot of stuff happening in the domestic league. Another week, another victory for Pumas.
1: Wait, wait. wait, Linus did play, right? He got a few minutes. So uh that's, that's the only other guy I kinda Oh wait. okay. Well I mean abroad, abroad there's uh, Yeah. And then and then uh what's his face? Chucky scored. Though I don't know if it's on Amistoso, but he, he scored a, again.
0: It was a friendly, he's, yeah.
1: He's tough, but he's scoring now. And uh, I think he you put behind this, you know, his beef with Gattuso.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's a bit unfortunate that he didn't leave, um, but who knows? Maybe this, like, sort of tough love that Gattuso has given him, maybe it's helped him grow as a player and as a as a as a person, and maybe he'll he'll because, come maybe he'll come back and and do, do well with Napoli.
1: If that tough love works, uh, Wilson. We're gonna have to send uh trophies to Napoli man, at, at least for a preseason.
0: Well, um we'll have to make sure he's cleared from his uh he had gassy problems and that's why he didn't play against Nikaxa <laughs> uh according no. to uh Chapis Herrera. Um yeah. Pumas beats Atletico San Luis three zero it was almost in the bag, you know. Atleti are are not doing so well this season, and they continue their undefeated streak to ten games. And uh, Joel, I think you have some some stats for us regarding their current run.
1: Yeah, well, they are one. They're basically just one one more game from tying the record at eleven, and it's going to be a tough match for them against León away. Uh, but if they just need a draw there. And then, at, then they face Necaxa at home, and Necaxa has been one of the other weak teams. So they could, they could potentially um, have a new record. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's one of the things. But um, everything seems to be falling, you know, falling in order for for Pumas, and it's uh, what is it? Their sixty sixth year. They just, celebrating
0: they just turned 66 so congrats to them i don't know i would have uh expected them to be like an older club so uh, no I, I found that kind of interesting
1: because oh, you're a youngster that's why you're a youngin <laughs> yeah no pumas pumas rose kind of quick the way they got considered grandes um but they do have some of their international titles here. They have, uh, let me see, uh, they they did win a Copa Interamericana, which was there used to be a cup between the winner of the of the Concacaf Cup and the winner of the Libertadores. They used to have a one-off.
2: Wow! And
1: they and they won the Bernabeu okay uh, and they have seven league titles they got one second division championship one Copa Mexico, two campeón de campeones and three concacaf championships so that's a pretty nice
0: not bad and in...
1: nice vitrina that they added I mean in
0: 66 years you know
1: not we bad. we we knock on an Atlas. And uh, Adela's last championship was in 51. Pumas started like in the, you know, when Pumas came into the scene, it was like 10 years, about 10 years after. So, God dang.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and they're also the only team that I can remember in recent time that has won the league back-to-back. I know Leon also did it. They were the first. Yeah. They were
1: the first in Liguilla, in, in, in uh, short, short season. Short Ligilla. season,
0: yeah, when they switched in, to Under Liga. Hugo. Hugo.
1: Meow. Under who? who...
3: <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> it's the, it's cheekies, the meow you're from here. the Puma, dude. It's the meow from the Puma.
1: The, the meow, not the roar. <laughs> roar. So here, here I got some interesting facts for you, cheekies. Yeah. Here you go, man. They're undefeated, top of the table, four wins in a row, and all four they've they've scored at least two goals per game. Uh, they scored three against uh, who is it? St. Louis. And uh, here's the other thing: Dinero scored again. You know the dude they found at the bargain bin. He's <laughs> he's been <laughs> one of bargain the bargain bin. <laughs> <laughs> He's a at, at big
0: lots they found him at big lots <laughs> he was on clearance Wait, they
1: had like the no, three stickers where the price kept going down and they like in the <laughs> it's like
3: it's like when you go to when you go to ross and you find an argentina jersey
0: <laughs> it's like that it's like that bin you know you walk in there's like that bin it's all clearance and then it's just like a bunch of stuff in there you stick your hand in and you're like oh, all right this is like 50 cents let's see how it goes <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's pretty much. Um here's another interesting fact for you chikis. Mm-hmm. Um Puma's right now has 20 goals uh you know, they've scored 20 goals yeah. and uh nine of those goals have been on set plays. or balon parado. Yeah. So, it, you know, I Almost think half. this is I would yeah, I would take credit credit to the coach, man. He's he's you know working those set plays.
3: Well, so uh okay, so if you see the if you saw the one against St. Louis, um, and, yeah, and Martin actually Martin actually mentioned it. I think in the past three days, he he said okay, we're enjoying this streak that Pumas have, that, that Pumas has, but it is sort of like there's some fortune here. There's some I won't say I, I guess I can say it. There's a little bit of luck going on. The set piece that they scored. Uh, uh, yesterday, against San yeah. Luis, was uh, like a deflection. Uh, you know, in the box, so it was sort of like it wasn't like the prettiest thing. Dineno scored, but it was sort of like a chicharito bounce off your head type of goal. Like it, it deflected off the goalkeeper, and then bounced off like Dineno's leg or something, and then went into the goal. Um, and then and then Saint and then San Luis had an own goal. Quiroga scored an own goal. So it's, things are going things are going Pumas' way but this next game against uh Leon. Game against Leon is going to be the test.
2: Yeah,
0: fight. <laughs> um well h- here's the thing though. When people look back at this streak, they're not going to remember those things. They're not going to remember how they got there. Oh, this goal was kind of like, eh. They're just going to think about the streak and how, you know, that was a good time for them. So I think right now since we're actually experiencing it live, yeah, you know, you can be a little bit critical and all that, but I mean, they're they're on a crazy streak, and sometimes their luck is involved with that, you know. So, um, hats yeah, off to, uh,
2: to. But Puma. I also
1: believe in that in that saying that you create your own luck, mm-hmm. and and so I don't feel they're lucky just because the ball happened to bounce, you know, it bounced in their favor. I do think yeah. part of it is is. A lot of the work the coach's been doing. Yeah, well, uh, you're creating those he...
0: those opportunities. You know what I mean? Yes. To score those goals, you know, so it's like that that and alone is is yeah. considered success.
3: Yeah, and you, you've seen it before from Pumas, like in past seasons. Like not not every season, but almost every season, Pumas has surprised, and and they've gone through stints of uh, really good games.
1: But uh, but Chiki's ten. Season,
3: but the season before. Yeah, this is this is sort of like an out uh, ten... an outlier.
1: Yeah, cause look, man, ten, 10 games undefeated, the last four straight wins, each one with two or more goals. But I mean, never, that's
3: like like you guys never pay attention in previous previous years, though, man. Like like I no, I mean like, I have. Pumas was at the top with Necaxa. Remember Necaxa, Pumas, and like some other like. Mid mid table type of teams were all at the top, all at the top at the very beginning of the season, and and then like seasons before that, Pumas you would go on a streak and like they would be. Very, uh, but I
1: they, think they Chiquis...
3: very well with what they got, like the youth that they have. It's sort of like yeah. a, you have like you have santos with, you know, they try to pride themselves on their youth, and uh, and all that stuff, and then
1: Chiquis, Pumas have been Chiquis, that man. Way for a long time. Chiquis is very cautious. Yeah, I do think that's probably <laughs> one of their weaknesses. That that's one of their weaknesses that they don't have like a, a a big roster, you know. Like they'll have a couple really good players, and if those guys get injured, yeah, Valio Mauser. So I I, <laughs> I do think that that could happen. That's that's still like a possibility. But I mean, this is the other thing about having Liliani as coach because he was working with the youth, so. And that's that's what Pumas is gonna depend on. So he knows he knows what to where to pull from, you know.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah, and they got they got some good youth. They got like mosso has been called up, and so he's like uh, everyone likes him on the national team. So he's like one of their main. They like who? And he's always been uh, Alan Moso. He's been he's like on the oh. right side in the defense, and he's been like contributing on a lot of the scoring opportunities for Di Neno. I think just this goal last last night is when he helped out uh, making a run. And so, yeah, they got some good youth, some top youth, and then they are foreigners, which are sort of like you say, like the bargain foreigners. You <laughs> know, Pumas. Pumas doesn't have the big wallets and stuff, so they can't go out and get the uh, Geniacs and all kinds of stuff like that. So, But when they pan out, it's, it's looking good.
1: Yeah.
0: So really exciting match they'll have against León um, they're tied in points with Cruz Azul they both have 22 but because Pumas have 2 more goals they have uh, the goal differential 3! It's actually uh, I think it's 3 uh, it's telling me a goal difference of oh, 12 versus 10 Cruz Azul has 10 um, but who knows I'm, I might have had inaccurate information
1: Wait, goal scored?
0: No, uh, goal differential. So they've scored twenty. Oh yeah,
1: you're right. You're right.
2: Scored I was just looking at yeah.
1: goal scored. Yeah. Not. Uh, I wasn't counting against. Yeah. So uh, defense. Defense. Wait. Just. Just. Just to put power more on the. Today is the Puma Fat Day. They. They have one of the best defense as well.
0: Uh, they've only received eight Cruz Azul Leon have seven. So, yeah, they're definitely up there as far as defense goes. Um, Chivas also have only received eight goals. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's something yeah. to take credit for. Yeah, so the Leon is in third place with 21 points. And then America in fourth with, with 20. So if the league was to end as of right now, those would be the ones that are... They would have the bye week. And then Monterrey with 16... Actually
2: uh
1: when, when America, hold on, America has twenty one golds. So they're the they're the most offensive team by one just by one. So I mean Pumas is pretty well balanced and I'm a i mean I mean um you know, for other criticisms. Oh yeah. people seem to be ignoring that. Uh I was I was listening to uh to a preview and I heard that something along the lines of uh, a preview of the Clásico. I don't want to get ahead of right now, but they mentioned how Chivas is packing an offensive punch. <laughs> they—they've they've only scored ten goals, man. I know that's half of what America has. It took us like uh, I think it took so us if,
0: three, three or four games to get our first goal. So if,
1: if Chivas has a potent attack, I don't want to know what America has. They have, to- yeah. 11 more
0: colds. Um Yeah, and I, 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 definitely, I definitely want to do talk about the Clásico, um, but I kind of wanted to say that for a little bit later on the podcast. Yes. Um Before we, we go any further, actually, um, for those that don't know, we're on Anchor now, and people are now able to leave us voice messages, and we actually had a listener who listened to our last episode that would like to say a few things. Oh wait! I don't know if you guys well, this can hear. Messages use. for John Sucliffe. Uh I just want to ask him why he keeps contradicting himself on Matias saying uh, saying <laughs> these guys are making excuses uh, for his lack of success, and then at the same time he turns around and says, "Oh, but if he was at Tigres where they have a squad, he'd be successful." So I think that's uh, contradictory in itself. Uh, just something for him to think about. Peace out, bros. <laughs> that's, that
1: sounds like a prophet. <laughs> that was. That was-, oh. was- Directed at me. Um, <laughs> no, well, I was I was talking about like, like as a, you know like um. Like, as a coach, Mati, I'm saying I know I know he's he's sucking it right now, and I know I, I've I've kind of gloated on it, but I don't think he's bad. I just don't think he's the type of coach that you could give him a sucky squad and then he's gonna turn it around. But I do think if you give him good players. I think he could at least, he you know he's shown that he could, he could do he could do better. That's yeah. that's my. Th-
0: yeah, pretty cool though. If you are listening and there's anything that you want to uh, talk about, or maybe we said something on the podcast that rustled your feathers, feel free to leave us a message on our landing page on Anchor. It's pretty easy to do. Um, but pretty cool, huh?
1: <laughs> and we will, we will answer them, man.
0: Yeah, and <laughs> you'll be on the next episode because uh, cri-
1: is- critiques welcome, man. <laughs> we, we like if, if we messed up, call us out, man. We don't, you know, we don't shy from that.
0: Uh, so going over jornada ten, Chivas who actually kicked it off on Friday. Uh, they played in a Gaxa, in what was. A shit show. Uh, Necaxa were a man down for majority of the match. And at one point, they were actually leading Chivas 1-0. Uh, Chivas tied it 1-1. And then right at the end, literally like minute 93 with 59 seconds, uh, Vega takes the ball and he puts it away. And we we basically stole three points away from Necaxa, who are continuing to suck eggs at the bottom of the table with San Luis
1: yeah Necaxa a really bad season. they have a minus nine goal differential uh and they only have eight <laughs> points <laughs> eight <sighs> points man that's one of those teams that they're like i don't know and and you know it it goes up to twelve right repechaje is up to twelve yeah, and right now repechaje team is Puebla. And they have ten points, so, so still, <laughs> they can still, is what I said, right? You have to, you have to really try not to be in this yeah. man. I it's don't... harder
0: to not qualify <laughs> than it is to qualify. Um, I I, so it just seems funny, man. I don't know if I like this, but I have a little beef, okay? Because I was watching the game on through the but apparently, it was also on ESPN Espanol uh, Deportes. And Alvarito Morales, uh, he was calling the game, and he was making fun of Chivas as the game was going on. And, oh, look at Chivas, what a failure. They're going to tie this game 1-1. <laughs> and then that's when Vega scored, and then, you know, he shut up. But uh,
1: this guy... He, 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 he did—he started talking about how...
0: 20 seconds. How the, the,
1: ref, yeah. the ref added...
0: <laughs> you know he was just making an excuse that like all oh, the referee basically blew the whistle after chivas scored like he you know they, they he gave him like another 20 seconds and stuff um but alvaro morales reminds me of like the univision forums personified like this guy is just a troll and i, I mean i understand I, I i understand that like it's cool to be like a like a, hate, like a hater and like you know that gets you more views and more likes. But you know you're a professional. You're working for ESPN. I, I, do you have to be that blatantly biased? Like, what's up with that, man? And he's not even from Mexico. He's from Guatemala. Get out of here, man! I th- trash, trash.
1: I think, I think uh, that's just he went the Faitelson route, and I think he's he's become one of the main guys there. And I think uh, it's, it's been part of his persona now. Because I remember when he said if, if Cruz Azul lose to America again, I'm a switch. Because that's what he was originally, a Cruz Azul fan. And they lost, I don't know if it was a final or just like a classical. And I remember he did this whole thing where he shows up with like a, a crown. And like, a, hope I'm not mixing the, the days. But yeah, he made a big show about being Americanista and then when they beat him in the final again he was he egged it on more saying how he's glad he switched and how he's now celebrating campeonatos and whatnot. But but yeah that came I guess with the package that now he could talk smack about Chivas. So now he's shilling for the one of the biggest clubs and talking smack about the other big club So it's perfect, you know? I, I think mm. It's it's more about being like a non like not online I'm saying online, like a TV personality than just giving the news. Uh, I I we could go back to like when Fiore did the Republica deportiva because there used to be some like on TV like on Channel Thirty Four you would see like I can't remember but it was with um Cantor and and uh, Longo and they used to they used to do the sports. And then Fiore did this thing where it was like, you know, with the senadoras and, and the girls and all that.
2: Oh yeah, I remember and, those girls. Yeah, and, mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> that's and so it sort of went away from just analytical, to now it has to be a bit of like a, a con- bit of a clown yeah. show. We, yeah. So and I saw it at the World Cup, I, I one one of the Mexico uh, had puppets. They would do like puppets, and they would talk, and then then uh, Televisa had the had, hand like, puppet, the, the hand with the, the eyes,
2: yeah.
1: And then, well, dude, the other one, which was it, was it was funny though, but I still think it's like I still would. Uh, it was Tebe Azteca, and I remember they had Carlos Bianchi. They had him there as part of the panel for, I can't remember which World Cup. And one time they have... In the table they had the clown.
2: Oh, wow. <laughs> they had,
1: <laughs> they had Brozo, the So Broso was like... He had like... This guy's a comedian and he would play different different um, characters. And one of his characters was El Payaso Broso. Similar to like Call Me the Clown, if you remember. um Me the Clown. Kind of in that <laughs> yeah, style. Lance. yeah. yeah but i mean this guy is is, you know he had his very original and and so it was weird man it just seems surreal you have bianchi at the time one of like the biggest coaches dude it's almost like kevin pep guardiola like having a
0: you know world-class like coach (laughs) and you're just wasting (laughs) his freaking time man
1: well right next to him, you have a fucking clown dude it's it's like what did i sign
3: for man
0: He's like, who's the who's my? I'm gonna fire my agent after this. Um, no,
3: dude. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Alvarado. I love that dude, and just the way he trolls like Pulido and Chivas, and even he, he even trolls Pumas. But the way, like, when he does his laugh, I got a clip. I got a, I was trying to find it for you so you could play it, but it's just of his, of him laughing. Like he'll laugh and he'll pause, like be with a serious face, and then mm. he'll laugh some more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm a fan. I'm a fan.
0: Uh, it, it's whatever. Um. Chivas uh played their third game in six days, so two victories and a draw, not too shabby for Vucetich. and uh you know what? He's starting to come out, out of this a genius. You know, he took out Toño, uh, he put Godinho in the in the goalkeeping position. Unfortunately that didn't fix the problem. It was uh He <laughs> have... took
1: out or Toño take himself out with his butterfingers. <sighs> Yeah, I was I was watching the game on uh, Facebook Live, and one of the commentators said he had manos chaqueteras. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still laughing over that one. Oh um, man, yeah. But we... I do think Tonyo played himself out, man. He's he's been he's been fumbling a few too many. At this but, point, but you know you uh, wait. You know, ahead. like real quick, real yeah. quick, Jaime, and it's something we've talked about here. About how like a lot of these Mexican players don't have that many games, and I analyzed this a while back, and I was talking with um the Chivas del Norte guys, and these guys don't have that many. If you go look at both Toño and uh, Gudino, they don't have they don't have that many games. So I mean, it's to be expected. This is how they get better. This is mm. how they learn. Just playing and playing and playing, but they they really don't. Um, the the one Chihuahua that's doing really good, he's at Pumas that's Talavera. That guy's been yeah, you know, that guy's he's very as, experienced,
0: old as hell though.
1: But well, I'm just saying. But I mean, they they just need to keep playing. I mean, if, Dono's, if Dono's debuted
0: in 2011, so I mean, he, he I don't think he has that excuse anymore. Uh, he went to the Olympics. He was like the backup goalkeeper, um, you know. So he's he's almost been in the game for ten years, man. I mean, the fact that he hasn't had caps is uh, sounds like a personal problem, you know. But yeah, he went from having ninety-two uh, appearances with Chivas and then loaned out to Veracruz, Leon, Tijuana. Didn't get much action, and then just recently, you know, at Cholos, he was he he got some action. But yeah, I mean, this guy's been.
1: Riding the pine for for ten years. You you did. He did spend like the two loans. He had zero appearances Mm -hmm. here at León and Tijuana. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, and then he he at Lobos Buap. He started playing again, but I would like to see more of those ninety-two appearances that he played um, with Chivas. But I think a lot of them are more recent. Yeah from from last season so but i mean but i mean if you spread it out it's still not that many games like year for year you do you know what i mean like it's, yeah, it's not exactly. consistent yeah it's not consistent like so gudinho was uh Goudinho was the one that was at porto
0: porto B. Where
1: was he at?
0: yeah he went and, to porto and 64 appearances uh then he got yeah, and that's that's pretty good he got loaned out to Madeira and then uh, he went to yeah
1: eleven, dude. But only eleven games, and yeah. then two games with the Cyprus. Greek team,
0: Cyprus. Yeah. Um, so I
1: mean, this this is still a little bit, man. That's, yeah. that's still in the grand scheme of things. If you like, if he goes back to where where like twenty fourteen, so six years. That's still that's still a little bit.
0: Goudinho's like, like, career has been tragic because he went to Porto B and had a great, great time there. And then they ended up um, triggering his buy option. And that's when he permanently went to Porto. And then he just shit the bed with like stupid mistakes. And some people were even saying that he was throwing games away on purpose because some of the mistakes he was he was doing was really bad. And that that's when he got loaned out to an even, you know, bit smaller club in in uh, Portugal and then he went to Cyprus. Um and then Chio has just said, "You know what? We need a goalkeeper. Let's just bring him back." But uh yeah, he he's been he he's been a little bit inconsistent and making a lot of mistakes and uh at this point, who's our under 23 goalkeeper? Let's just promote him to the first team, man. At this point, I'm willing I'm willing to take a risk on on a newcomer.
1: I have faith in both of these guys. I just feel that they just need more playing time and I think I do think one of them is going to have to leave just because they're both at that age now that. Yeah. They should be playing consistently. You can't keep just benching one.
0: Do you do you and so, Do you think it was a mistake for switching out the goalkeeper against Nekaxa and then now we got a game against America and you don't know who's going to be starter, so do you think that oh, that might have been a mistake?
1: No, because no, I think that's 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 why you have players like that, where it's like you're they're both competing for the spot, and so if you have like like um, Tonio that messed up not just once, but like let's say he messed up in the last three games where he made big errors, then then yeah, then you have to you just have to uh, concede it to the next guy. And then it's his chance not to blow it. I mean, there's that risk where it's a big game coming up, but at the same time, you're not gonna, you're not gonna know if this guy's ready if you're not gonna let him play those games.
0: Yeah, because so now that, you know because I thought okay we're gonna ride it ride or die with Tonio, but now that you know Gudinho got into the mix, now I'm not really sure who's gonna be. Our goalkeeper yeah. against America, but I will say I, this: I rather have Thonyo for that big game because he has the experience, and um, I, I have. I uh, despite you know his mistakes, I, I still rather have him in the back.
1: Yeah. Well, let's see what we we'll say. Let's see what the King Midas agrees on. Um,
2: yeah. Um, I
1: would- and then, um, whoever wins, they might send one out and then and then promote a youth. And if uh, they both suck, they probably have to go buy an experienced keeper,
2: yeah.
0: Which is, I think Chivas are actively looking for someone. Uh, I know quota was a possibility, well,
1: you, think, you think they are because I mean, one thing's the media pushing for that and the other mm. thing is like I don't think Pelias has said anything uh, in regards and yeah, what? Cota was the yeah. one guy that
0: they wanted to kind of like bring back I think the problem is like you you brought back Dono from from loan and you thought that this was going to create like competitiveness in the goalkeeping position but then you realize that they're both really bad goalkeepers so it's like oh crap <laughs> you know this is kind of backfired on us maybe we should probably option option three and start, you know, looking for the, th- the problem is again, and I mentioned this in the, and, and I know this is going to be a problem in the future is Ochoa is getting old. And we, again, we still do not have anybody standing out to, to replace him as the, you know, the goalkeeping uh, starter for, for the, for la selección. And, you know, it's like, we're not producing as many talented goalkeepers as we used to. You know what I mean? That used to be a position that was on lock and you already knew who was going to be, you know, the next in kin. But now it's like, I don't know if there's maybe just been a culture change, you know, I'm sure a lot of kids growing up wanted to be a goalkeeper because of Jorge Campos. But now it's like, who knows, you know, maybe they were just not producing as many goalkeepers anymore. It's not so sought after as it used to be.
1: Yeah, well, um, they always get pochos, man. They got a bunch <laughs> of kids here in the U.S. I know, I know, chickies will approve.
2: Um, is he still even with us?
0: <laughs> he's yeah. He probably yeah. he probably had some catnip. Called it a night. I
3: can approve. I approve.
0: <laughs> um, there is a pocho actually making some pretty good strides in the MLS. Uh, Ifrain Alvarez. I, I guess he had a really good showing. Uh, for LA Galaxy in his last game, so yeah, I think he's. I, I don't know if he's um, decided which country he's gonna play for, but I know, he's eligible for USA or, or Mexico.
1: I thought he had played already with um Mex.
0: Maybe, um probably. Uh and there's
1: there's a yeah. goalkeeper too with the Galaxy. There, it's a Selección a Mex. Uh, the Galaxy too.
0: It looks like he is uh he's played for the under seventeen for Mexico, but I don't think he has officially made his like debut uh, mm. for the first so he's still he could still you know switch sides um I know uh Slatan did an interview on one of those late night shows and he actually brought him he mentioned him he's like yeah you know you have this kid on your team who's like he could be uh, old enough to be your son. He's like, oh, yeah, he's great. He's a Mexican player. And uh, so, you know, it's pretty cool to get acknowledgement from Slatan.
1: From Zlatan. Chikis doesn't like pochos, oh. even though he himself is one. Uh, There's pocho hatred. Uh... <laughs> I, I see that. But... Uh,
3: I, got, I got good reasoning, though. I got, I got facts to back up my, uh, my data. My take. So, no, I mean, pocho, you do... when has the pocho done anything? When has the pocho done anything? They come up, and you know the all the Mexican Americans they they like to hype their own. Mm, well, you they know, know soccer nothing wise, pans, nothing pans out.
0: I'm trying to think of one. Um, damn! So, but
3: you, you gotta you gotta check out this one take. I think we talked about it. Um, it's a it's an incredible take by the president of Pancho Villa's army or Pocho Villa's army
2: oh snap <laughs> see this, this uh, is this is
0: why we okay. don't get invited to things on twitter we're just too mean yeah
3: <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll check. No, that is that is true that is true <laughs> i mean we just i just call it like i see it but but check this out like okay so he said and you guys can say what you want to think about this but he said that the future of mexico the future of mexican stars like the next chicharito the next like High-level Mexican star is not going to be Mexican-born. It's going to be a Mexican-American. The you know the next star for the Mexican national team is going to be a Mexican-American. Now I have no idea where he gets that from, because
1: well, I mean the American number of Americans players in the
3: U.S. aren't. There aren't no a, 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 there aren't even a majority number of players. But like the person who's no. going to have the most skill and the most, the, you know, the, the, who's going to be the star for the Mexican national team is going to be a Mexican American. How in the world yeah. is that ever going to be possible?
1: But I mean, What's I think there's bound here? there's bound to be one, you know. There's bound to be one just like in boxing, you had Oscar De La Hoya, you know. Yeah, and and but... so you would have said, if you would have said in boxing, oh, the next big, you know, the next big Mexican boxer is going to be Mexican American. And and they'll be like, yeah, I don't buy it. And this dude comes out of nowhere and I don't he,
0: I don't
2: buy it either. He
1: was dominant different. for years. Oh, different Andy it's Andy Reese came boxing. out too, and he, he that's different he won the, the heavyweight. boxing, is,
3: boxing, well, I mean, boxing it's, is a popular sport. Boxing is a huge sport in the United States. Talker is not.
1: It is. It is. Um, it's not as mainstream, but it is popular, man. Uh, uh, it's just not as ingrained as some of the other sports, but it is popular, dude. I mean, not just to the boxing. number of... No, it's more popular. I mean, that... Not
2: Come
1: on, cheekies.
3: Not, not compared to boxing. Boxing is a Mexican sport huge in Mexico and huge in the United States. We, You see Mike Tyson. You see Muhammad Ali. You know, you don't see Pele in the United States nation, uh, uh, national team. You don't see Maradona in the United States national team, but you do see Mike Tyson the greatest heavyweight of all time in boxing in the United States. You do see Muhammad Ali in the United States. You do see uh all these other, you know, boxers who fought uh you know, boxers in the United mm-hmm. States even from like other countries like uh Majorga or uh Duran and all these guys. Yeah. Boxing is totally different totally different. Than-
0: <laughs> That's the saw. problem is because look uh in order to say that oh the best is going to come from America America needs to raise its level of competitiveness. You know what I mean? There, that's it. So it's like, you can't really be saying that because, okay. I mean, can you even name, like, uh, I guess Pulisic would be a, a good example of, like, the last, like, world-class player that the United States themselves have produced. So to say that a Mexican player, a Portugal, is going to come out of here, it's like, why would they come out of here? We don't even have Just that. because it's not a even...
1: numbers game, you know? It is a numbers yeah, game, you're but... About to have, cause the number of the amount of pochos that live here that play football. And then with all these teams opening up, so there's more chances, but I do think there's bound, there's bound to be one, dude. You're just going to, I will,
0: I will, I will, I will say this, that like, uh, I think LAFC has done probably, that's probably the only thing I'll commend them for is like, they have a really good, uh, youth Academy and I'm sure they're bringing in a lot of Latinos into that Academy. And who knows, yeah, there might be, a, like, a Mexican-American kid that, that might come out. But they'll always be the best, like, pocho in the MLS. You know what I mean? There's going to be a ceiling. It's it's not going to be world-class, you know. T- you know He's not going to be, like, the next Carlos Vela, okay?
1: Oh, you never know, man. See, that's, that's the thing. You never know. These the only way that's possible
0: is if I impregnate someone and nine months later I have a kid... <laughs> That is the only way that's gonna happen, bro. Okay.
3: You never, you never know when you go to, when you go to Las Vegas and you you play a, you play the slots. You never know you're gonna win a million dollars, man.
1: I will. So just- I will try and. When find you say the- Las Vegas, I thought you meant because uh, uh Cr7 when he went to Las Vegas, but oh he, yeah, yeah. He, according to the reports, there's no possibility that yeah. he he went for the wrong hole. So. If we would have left off spring, then that would, but then that wouldn't count as a pocho either. Uh, so. right. That's well, I'm, <laughs> that brings mode. up an
3: interesting point. Like, uh, if you if you take the U.S. national, like the best me- American players, like not just the Mexican-American, well, you can include Mexican-Americans, but the best American players, the best Mexican-American players that you know that are on the U.S. national team, uh, would, they, would they break the starting lineup in the Mexican national team? Like, you could say Pulisic would, you could say, like, maybe some other guys would, but the majority probably wouldn't. So a Mexican-American is, like, a small number of all those U.S. soccer players. So that's even less of a chance that one is going to stand out to even make the U.S. national team much less than a Mexican national
2: Yeah, team. I, I, yeah. I
0: really can't name a, a seleccionado that is Pocho. You know what I mean? Moises Muñoz, I know his dad uh, came to Redwood City but for a little time, but... I mean, I, I can't really think of too many Pochos that have played for La election
1: No, there's been a few, but not a lot. But I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go as far as saying that the future, just because there would have to be a lot of active players, and and we don't really see them uh, or playing at a good level, and so we're not seeing that. But I do, I do feel that there's bound to be one or two that are gonna pop up and they're gonna be really good I do I do I do think that's that's bound to happen
0: yeah um, moving on I kind of just want to recap the rest of the jornadas before we get into the, the super classical <laughs> takes um, Monterrey just finished up with Pachuca they were on the road uh, they were winning 1-0 but then Pachuca scored so they tied 1-1 and that will rearrange the league table which I'll pull up right now um, I think with with that result, it would be Pachuca in fifth place with 15 points, Chivas in sixth place with 15 points, Monterrey uh, in seventh with 14, Tigres with 14. So that, that's your your top eight right there. Um, yeah, I don't know if you guys caught any any other action this week as far as like the games go. Um, a lot of ties. Juarez beat Puebla 1-0. Atlas Mazatlán tied 1-1. Tigres beats Santos 2-0. America tied with Toluca 1-1. We talked about Pumas winning 3-0 against Atleti. Uh, Querétaro lost to León 3-2. And Cruz Azul beat Cholos 2-1. Bottom half of the table would be Tijuana with 10 points. Santos with 9 Atleti with eight and Ecaixa with eight.
2: Ouch.
1: Yeah. So top top four qualify directly for the Liguilla. and then uh, five to twelve, I guess, is repechaje. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, yeah, and
0: and and like you mentioned, you know, uh, the difference between eighteenth place and uh and twelfth place is two points. So, I mean, this could go on for the rest of the, you know, till the end of the the last fixture. We, we still have that, you know, teams might still have a possibility of, of making the, yeah. Um, one thing that I just found out, I didn't know that there are repercussions for ending in last place. You will have to pay a fee, a fine. So I think like the last two or three teams that um, they have to pay uh, like a fee. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, but and then I'm not sure if they're still counting the points. I'm guessing they are because I know the relegation will return, right? It's only suspended for what, like two years? Uh, I think so,
0: yeah, I'm not sure.
1: So, I mean, you still want to rack points so that when it does return, you're not you're not at the bottom of the relocation table.
0: Yeah, I think, like, eventually, right now they're, like, coasting because, oh, you know, it's just, you know, it's the first semester, it's whatever, you know. But I think, like, it's going to come back to hurt some of these teams. Um, I am curious to see how Liga Mechis handles that because I'm still re- really confused with, like, how that works. Um, But I did hear that, like, the... The team that's in last place does have to pay I think the team that ended up in first place in the in the second division. So there's that.
3: Some executive needs a new car. Sounds like what? Some executive needs a new car. Oh.
1: <laughs> so So Toluca, I wanted to bring up Toluca cause uh, they had gotten washed pretty bad. And they had a big part of the cheering group, of their supporters group, I should say. You know, they were turning on the club and they had a meeting. I know Chepo was there. Um, mm. And they were saying that they were disappointed with players, that they felt a lot of those players weren't giving it their all. And they said uh, he was like one of the leaders of, of the supporters and he was of the Chorizeros. And he's like, hey, man, I'd rather watch the Canteranos if these guys aren't going to go out. And I don't know, man, seems the motivation worked because they pulled out a 1-1 draw from the Azteca.
2: Yeah,
0: it looks like they managed to keep America at bay. However... They did give up seventy percent possession of the game, so they were probably just bunkering the whole game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean you you're coming from a pretty bad loss and then you're you're facing one of the strongest teams and you're and it's an away game. That's just like double you know, the mm-hmm. D- double pressure and I, I think so to 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 steal a point and I I do think uh I do think this satisfied their fans at least, at least for a while, you know. But uh, it's good to see that this team's not not just getting bounced around. I, I think I was expecting a bit more from Toluca. Um, so
0: they're gonna have a tough one. They're gonna play uh, Santos. Although I guess Santos aren't having the best season, but.
1: No, they lost to Tigres. Tigres has been wishy-washy as well. And um, so Santos is what currently... They're in 16th place.
2: Yeah, they're not doing uh, so hot.
1: So I, I think it's pretty evenly matched. And if Toluca is playing at home, then uh, I I think this, this, this would be a good chance to... A good match for them to get that W.
2: Yeah,
0: going into uh, Jornada Once... Necaxa will kick things off again uh, with Puebla this time, and uh, again. Yeah, and
1: Puebla, Puebla, who they started pretty good.
0: They started great, and but
1: but, yeah, they lost against uh, Juárez, which was yeah, it was the one of those away. It was a away game for them, Mm. but it's one of those where teams you could steal points, but they dropped points, and they, they, well, they're they're in Liguilla right now but they're one of the teams that that could get bounced out you know by the by the by Necaxa <laughs> so um, yeah <clears throat> but yeah Puebla Puebla's dropping I don't think people are expecting much from Puebla so let's see let's see if they're able to bounce back
0: yeah I think but um, they- if I'm not mistaken Necaxa lost back to back games like in similar situations like in the last minute so um, I think like they'll go into this game against Puebla with like a lot of anger and frustration, and you know, and try and get this this win, and that victory would you know leapfrog them past Puebla. Um, so I think that's a pretty big game, um, for for Necaxa. Uh, as far as Tijuana and 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 Juarez go, another similar situation where you have like a bottom feeder club. Uh, Tijuana is currently in 15th position juarez is in ninth so a victory would again leapfrog them um toe-to-toe with them so these are some big opportunities for these you know these clubs that are in last place to to catapult themselves back into into action um mazatlan plays cruz azul i think we can all expect cruz azul to win this one what do you think Joel?
1: And whoa, were they, are they at home?
0: Yeah, Mazatlán will be hosting uh, Cruz Azul on Friday at 7:30 p.m. Um, so this
1: would be Cruz Azul's second road game. Um, yeah, Mazatlán's been pretty scrappy lately, and they have because they took a point from Atlas. and and uh, they, they've. I I think they could get the draw, man. I I think uh. I think Cruz Azul is is. They did lose to Atlas on the road.
2: <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. But
0: <laughs> I mean, we'll see. Yeah, I think <laughs> I know that if you're Cruz Azul, you're kind of pissed off that you're tying in points with Pumas, B- so um, compared to what Pumas have ahead of them, I think Cruz Azul will want to win this game and, and put the pressure on Pumas. On, on um,
1: well, to, to me, it's just, I think, see, Voldy, I, I, I still think he's playing the skirts right. So even if they do draw, I don't... I don't see Cruz Azul as being in any, any problems or any such thing. It's just sometimes it's just how these games happen. Uh, but but yeah, Cruz Azul would be favorites, but but Mazatlán's proven to be a bit scrappy there, man.
2: They're
1: uh, not
0: all right. Atlas. Uh, they will coming off of a one-one draw with Mazatlán. They're playing Pachuca, who, again, just tied right now with uh, Monterrey. Uh, they play at 3 p.m. on Saturday. Um, not really sure where to where to go. This is one of those games that can go either way. Um, Atlas are currently in 13th position. Pachuca's in fifth. So I think although they're being on the road, I think Pachuca would probably be considered the the favorites in this one. Yeah, they're... They're in thirteenth position, so they're just right on the cusp, right on the bubble of of potential Ligia or repechaje. Uh, Tigres play Querétaro. Um, that's kind of an interesting battle there. What happened to Querétaro, man? I thought they were doing good.
1: Yeah, it's it's those teams that go on a on a you know, a handful of good games, and then they, they just. Fall apart, but I mean, they lost, so they lost to Leon. But Leon is, is, has not only is, but they have been one of the stronger teams or more consistent teams. And so they lost three to two. Uh, not that bad, but, but I, I think, I think, Querétaro, I mean, they just haven't had money. It's a big reason why Buse, who you know, he was gonna return to them, they, I think it was even being announced. And then, um, he couldn't come to an agreement, you know. I guess he needed that bonus money, and so he ended up at Chivas. But I, I think that's that's one of the things with uh Gallo. Sometimes you just don't have the cash to bring in some some better players.
3: Yeah, they got he, they got stripped by uh, Cholos. They did.
0: Yeah, they took some of their best players too. Um, Mar- Marcel Reese, really
3: good, yeah. bright,
0: uh, bright. Bright kid, uh, he 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 went to uh, Cholos in that. What was it like a change of ownership or something? They sold like the team or something. I don't know, but
3: um, yeah, they also lost. Uh,
1: they lost uh, place, and then, and then... To, to Cholos was doing worse than them. That's <laughs> just. <laughs>
0: yeah. um, ouch before we get into the the big game of the week uh let me finish off the rest of the jornadas toluca will play santos uh we we kind of talked about that already yeah um atletico san luis against <laughs> against rayados um <laughs> i i <laughs> at this point you know i i any any team that plays against atleti i'm going to give the other team the you know the chance uh rayados they're, they're that team, man. They they got the players. They got the coach. You know, it's just when they want to turn it on, they turn it on.
2: Um,
1: well, and, and this is the they're both. They're tight in points. Eight points. Uh, but Atlético San Luis has code differential minus seven. And the minus nine. No. It's uh, four.
0: Rayados. Oh. I was Monterrey,
1: thinking, I thought, Monterrey. I thought, I thought you said Rayos. My yeah, bad. No,
0: no, no. Monterrey, Monterrey. Yeah. They're in seventh position with 14. Um, yeah. So,
1: and it's going to be a home game
0: uh, for for the for Monterrey, uh, right? No, for um, Atlético. Yeah, they're gonna, oh, so, they're going to be in San Luis.
1: So this will be the second world game for Monterrey. Yeah. Okay. Now uh, yeah, well, that does happen. That,
2: they have a pretty. That's, and yeah. this
1: thing. I think for the fans, sometimes you need. To, Take some of the stuff in consideration, too, sometimes how... Road. If you're playing... Yeah, you play two road games, and then sometimes the coach will switch things up a bit. hmm Just, you know, for different reasons. They, they're not going to tell you outright, because that's like basically handing out to your rivals, showing them your, you know... You just kind of give away your plan. So, But mm. they always do have reasons for that, and so when, when they play games like that they usually become a bit more conservative um yeah just cause it's, it's better to steal some points than to just you know get two defeats or whatnot. yeah if, if you could like it,
0: you can't implement your own game when you're on the road or at least you know most of the time you can't but atletico is one of those teams right now that you know they're kind of just getting ragdolled and um I would not be surprised if Monterrey gets a victory on the road. Um, And then on Monday, exactly a week from now, the catfight Leon versus Pumas. Uh, for you've been a little bit conservative and reserved. It seems like you're not entirely convinced that Pumas could beat Leon. What what are your thoughts? Do you think the streak ends here or they're going to drag it out?
3: No, I would won't be surprised if they do if they do get a good result. Um but then again I won't I won't be surprised if they don't. So it's it's more like uh you know they they could do very well. So they've they've beaten like they've impressed against a bigger club. Like they've they had success. Now I don't know if this is saying much, but last last season they had success. I think they uh beat Chivas at home. Uh America they tied. So they you know they're they're used to Playing against the bigger clubs, so
0: yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to pull up the last head-to-head result that you guys had with them. It looks like you guys lost three-one. Uh, Actually, I could be wrong because that was in February of 2019. So, um, but then again, they did cancel the the season. So, um, I think being on the road is going to be tough. Oh, okay. It looks like the uh, last time you guys faced each other was October of 2019. It was uh, you guys lost two to one. Yeah. Well,
1: no, there's 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 one thing right here, Cheekies. Bumas has been scoring more goals. They have 20. To Leon's 12. Wow. See, they don't have JJ Mac. They don't got the Mac attack, so you, you could you could be more confident. You know
0: at the same time they've also um not allowed that many goals with only 7 in 10 games uh the best defensive record uh, alongside Cruz
1: Azul so
0: definitely um i honestly
1: but, but, but you know, Puma, Puma's only 8 so yeah. it's just by one goal so i mean i, I would you know i i would see Leon as favorites but now i'm um seeing some of these stats man. i, I you know i i think Newcastle should be considered the favorites going into this match. Oh, all,
0: right. all right. I think it's going to be a draw. I think it's going to be a pretty exciting game. Maybe a two-two draw, because uh, León is at home, so you do have to consider that. Um, and uh, and I guess in the in the recent head-to-heads, León has has had the advantage, um, but it should be a really really good game. Still doesn't. Isn't going to be the game to watch this weekend. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the super classical on Saturday. Oh boy. Is there, is there fire in this one or is it kind of just, you know, because there's no fans or anything. Are- I
1: don't, yeah, I haven't seen fire in a super classico in a long time. And yeah. I just, you like those players that ignite that fire, you know, like when they had Cuauhtémoc and, and what Chivas had, Bofu. And, and you always have these ballos. type of players that,
2: yeah, that
1: they, yeah, they bring it. They just, they start talking shit. Yeah. Or they'll, they'll make, and and also, hey, missing, missing Bergara, man. Bergara used to like to fan the Flames. That's he was right. really good at that. I haven't heard Junior say anything, at least a tweet, man. You he, he throw some shade there, man. Just, just get the fans going. He, so I, yeah. I haven't, I haven't had that feels for a long time now, just because I, I, just, and I think a big part of it been Chivas, just you know, for for what was it, like 2018, maybe? For at least the last two years, where it just hasn't been that heated, but that's the thing with classics, man. It's it's it you can always unexpected. you can always
0: ignite the flame. You know what I mean. All it takes, all, yeah. All it takes is one action. You know,
1: the way we kindle it.
0: Yeah. Um, I will say this: the reason why I say this is the game to watch this weekend. It's not because uh, you know I'm a Chivas fan. It's because of the fact that the last time these two faced off was in the Copa Por Mexico, and it was a very entertaining game. It ended up being four three in favor of Chivas. It was one one. It was one zero, two zero, two one, two two, three two, four two, four three, and this is all happened like back to, back to back to back. You know, this was yeah. So I'm very excited for this because going off of the numbers, we, we talked about it a little bit on the last podcast. America is one of the highest scoring. Te- in fact, they are the most uh, offensive team with 21 goals in favor. Um, yeah, and, uh, and on the flip side, they're also one of the teams that have conceded uh, a lot of goals with 15 so you're just guaranteed to have action now chivas go into this having half meaning only 10 goals in favor and eight against so a very conservative and and very like i don't know apagado chivas but um i think it takes these kind of games for them to kind of come out flying and, and scoring a lot of goals and then this could be the deciding factor for for the season
1: it, I mean, it could be, but I think. And one thing to keep in mind from that, from that, uh, from that uh, Copa por Mexico preseason match, is that that was under Tena. It was. <laughs> and now, and now, now the match is under Ruse. So I don't know if we could expect the same type of game. Just two different coaches. And I think something that hurt Chivas offensively those first three games. You know where the team just kind of fell apart, and and they didn't score a single goal, which was a record for the one of the worst starts uh, ever, you know, for the team. And then um, and then we had the discipline discipline problems with with Alexis Vega and and those
0: and Antuna, yeah,
1: and, yeah, and so two of the other strikers, and then trophies that just can't get it together, man. And, He's and having and then gas JJ problems, okay. hit a slump. So, <laughs> so she attack been like, if it's not one thing, it's the others. I guess it's been kind of frustrating that, yeah, uh, you know, it's it's some of it's like, not even not even on the field, it's off the field shenanigans. So, I, I think if Vuce can can, uh, you know, and Pelias too, because we have to hold him accountable, if they could whip these guys into shape. She was should have uh, a pretty good attack, you know, uh, at least better than what it is right now.
0: Yeah. Uh, the reason why I said it's the deciding factor of the season is because you win this game and you're riding high, you know what I mean? You're going to go into the last six games of the season, super confident. And just, especially if it's a very convincing result, you know, if it's like a, uh, a crazy, I you don't know, two zero, three zero, four zero victory for Chivas. Oh man, we're gunning for the championship. But then also for America too. You know uh, they've had that that um, drama with Piojo. If they lose, if they lose and they lose embarrassingly, I mean this could be the beginning of of, of Piojo's end. So a lot of things can happen after the after the result for both teams. You mm-hmm. know?
1: Yeah, well, I mean Piojo's been getting a lot of flex, but I mean. He has a team in fourth, man, and uh as you said, most offensive and, and he's still getting <laughs> he's still getting attacked. Uh and I just I think Americanistas don't appreciate what, what they have. So it'll be it'll be interesting if he does eventually get sacked. Uh I know he he will find work very easy, man, 'cause his numbers his numbers in league are, are very impressive.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, America have all everything in their favor. They're gonna be at home again. They have the the most offensive team in the league, um, and they have a good coach. So I mean, it, it, for, if you're an America fan, this is this is uh, you can't lose this game. Um, you know,
1: I, I I thought like when Gio joined them that that was gonna be one of the players that was gonna give us some headaches. And by us, I mean Chivistas, But he he like he's like america's version of trophies man
2: <laughs> i mean Just...
0: it also doesn't help if uh <laughs> you're missing half your thigh because somebody slide tackled um, you. you know I, i'm sure
1: the, the ribbon houses tie
0: i wonder if uh pollo briseño has a, uh, you know uh, if Geo has a restraining order against him, because that was
1: oh, I forgot, I did see that's that's the smack talk, man. That's, that's what I'm saying, bro. Game. Watch yourself. <laughs> I'm, I'm coming just, for I, that other. That's what I'm saying, bro. If I'm Pollo,
0: I'm I'm making a TikTok video like, yo, I'm coming out for your other leg, bro. <laughs> you know, gotta make make gotta make a match.
1: Dude, I forgot, I forgot to be missing a chunk. Haven't seen, yeah. Haven't seen it since that kid blew that dude's bicep off. So it's it's it's. I haven't seen that, yeah, that brutal. But goddamn, I forgot about that. Yeah, I remember. I, I, you that. know, not to mention, I don't even know if that's affected him. I was seeing an article recently saying how he's he's now worth less than when he was at Barcelona Bay. So his wow. stock has dropped. Yeah, the stock has dropped pretty mm-hmm. low.
0: That is bad. Yeah, um definitely the match to watch this weekend. And there's definitely gonna be a lot of fireworks. Probably gonna be some controversial shit, not you know. Um for some reason with Chivas games, it seems like red cards are a thing. So definitely keep your eye on the referee and you know, if someone is playing a man down for half the game, I would not be surprised. Um but I, my prediction is it's going to be, I actually, all right, I'm going to say it's going to be another 4-3 for Chivas. I think it's going to go down the same way. I think it's going to go down the same way that Copa por Mexico did. I think that the both teams have, have holes. Chivas are very, very dangerous on the counterattack. I think America will try a hold possession. And uh, we have a very shaky goalkeeper. So that's why I'm like, all right, I can see America scoring three on us. But I can also see you know Chivas scoring four on on, on, on America because you know their defense isn't that great and Ochoa hasn't been great either, so I'm excited.
1: Yeah, I'm always excited for these games. Uh, I I'd see it as a more close match. Uh 1-0 or 2-1 either side. Uh I just I just think I just think Bruce is is not gonna he's not gonna wanna risk a big defeat or anything like that
0: yeah i mean we'll see what happens the thing is though for a classical you have to show up you know what i mean you can't be bunkering you can't be like oh let's go for the draw no it's a classical man it's it's literally like fight or die you know what i mean so it, like if it just comes out with some some bullshit you best believe the fans are, are going to be unhappy especially because <laughs> well, yeah, we have the tools ready. if it was any other ex- any other season i would understand but yo we got antuna vega Macias. It's like, yo, these are players that are fire. Okay, there's no way we're gonna come out here conservative, going for the draw, man. You go for the gu- juggler.
1: I mean, I st- yeah, they still want to win. I just don't think they're gonna. It's gonna be that that open. Um, I just don't. I, I think Chess is on a pretty good run, and I, I think. Uh, he's gonna want to keep, keep. You know, if you get a draw, that's that's good, but I think he's gonna he's gonna try to challenge to finish. To try to finish as high as possible, so even six right now, it's it will be good because when's the last time we saw Chivas finish six? You know, we've had these bottom of the table finishes. Yeah. So anything above eighth would look good for Chivas, but I think they're gunning for like fifth or six, where it's like it's it's pretty possible, you know. Uh, and why not? Maybe, maybe, maybe fourth. But I think fifth or sixth would would just be a really good season for Chivas, uh, just breaking that that mold of what, what we've seen since what since Matias' last two seasons. Cause he finished seventeenth, fifteenth, and then under Cardoso, boy, we were what, like fourteenth or whatever. Just yeah, real, real bottom of the table. So I do think that's that's one of the objectives to finish as high as possible. So that's 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 to me where I like I could understand why, if you know, that's why it's, it's important. You don't want those goals against. You know, like like when if you finish draw with points, but then at the end of the season, and then you go to goal differential. That that's where you wanna, you know, you you wanna have the. The advantage. So I, I, that's why I don't. I don't think Vuce and, and even even Elias and them will be like, you know, just just try to get the points. No, no need to, no need. Cause I mean, i I'm taking into account Chivas' situation. You know, it's and it's it's been one that hasn't been good. So I, that's why it's like I, I just can't afford right now to to go into them just, you know, swinging, swinging out, man. And, and you know, and if we got knocked out, it don't matter because right? it does matter.
0: Yeah. um, I'm, uh, I've been actually looking at the statistics as far as uh, the home field. It seems like Chivas do better in El Azteca um, because their home record against America and uh, El Acron is is trash. So, uh, <laughs> like it's it's pretty. Im- home
1: record in Akron pretty much bad. against El. Chivas kids. in uh, one, two, three, four, five, six.
0: In ten, in like the ten matches that they've had in El Acron, they've only won two, and they've lost like the rest of them, and only had two draws. So yeah, their home record <laughs> Not- against American in El Acron, it's it's bad, but in El Azteca it's it's much better, and uh, in in my opinion some of the best. Classicals have happened in El Azteca. Um, but those yeah. were like the Bravo days and, and, and um Venado days, so um but you know, I, I think it's definitely entertaining, it's gonna be a good one. Um Chiquis has been quiet. I don't know if he he has any he's, opinions about the He's he's Clasico. either
1: playing Fortnite or he's <laughs> he's watching Chicharito on Twitch play <laughs> War Song. <laughs> I know that's that's what Chiquis is doing.
0: Um yeah, he's been, I think he's been injured, so he hasn't been playing, Um, I mean Chicharito, uh, so that's why he's been streaming more.
1: He, he no, he returned, he returned against, uh, they played against San Jose, at San Jose, and they, they it was a 0-0 draw. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, so, uh, finally, Mati could, could rest, because... I think he's he was coming from like three defeats or something like that seven one, like, <laughs> yeah, seven one the game previous, and that would have been horrifying if they get washed at home. I think at that point, you know the fans would have turned on him, but yeah he he got a good a good result, I would say, uh given the situation of that team, but that's eight. Hey, and that's Mati, and I know, I know, I'm becoming. I don't want to be the Morales of of, <laughs> of Cantina, where I'm always talking smack about Mati. Uh, but he was never good at Clásicos, man.
2: Oh yeah. And
1: if he, not even in Argentina, you could. And, and when I say Argentina, I mean first division, man. I know, people want to bring up his two second division campeonatos It's like yeah i don't care about that dude. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> if my team's in second then yeah okay bring it but uh, we're just talking primera and he he would he would um well i remember the Banfield. he lost his two clasicos. Yeah. when he was at banfield and and at chivas and the, the I, yeah. in the for
0: yeah we got couldn't eliminated win. twice man two years in and a that's row that's four
1: games yeah yeah that's four games he didn't win anyone he didn't win them yeah uh so but i mean he did he did come up big time that the year of the doblete so i mean yeah you know I, it that's even why so. he's, he's praised so highly but if you if you do the stats of all the yeah they, they, it doesn't start looking so good
2: <laughs>
3: mm-hmm um he came out spicy recently in an interview he came out uh he came out defending and sort of criticizing making some arguments that didn't really make sense but uh
0: i think i think i saw someone try to translate what he was saying but it may have been lost hey, Tom, in translation Tom Marshall
3: did. Tom <laughs> Marshall
0: did. about the about the defending or how he defends or his tactics and yeah oh. it came off like very defensive and like
3: yeah he he said if he, he said he wouldn't make fun of a of a uh, reporter Asking a bad question. So why are huh. reporters? Ma- so why are reporters like criticizing him for being making bad uh, coaching decisions and things like that, like tactics and stuff?
0: Let me see if I can find the quote. But yeah, you know, I don't know, man. He should never shave his head. It's probably his problem. Those, the magic was lost when he got rid of the locks. Yeah, his
1: his golden locks oh
0: man (laughs) that was part of his charm you know now when he's bald he looks ugly
1: (laughs) (laughs) he lost his powers like like samson man
0: uh oh wow there's quite a thread um for those who don't know our trajectory we have won seven titles playing in a similar way constructive criticism is good destructive criticism without knowing how or what we train, um, is lying to people. Wow.
3: Yeah, he's defensive. He's he's. Uh...
0: Damn, this is this, this is like a freaking essay that Tom Marshall did. Uh, that's pretty long. I won't go into the whole <laughs> thing, but
2: it's yeah, funny. It was, because... Oh,
1: seven titles. So he's he's adding the five Chiwa one and then the two.
2: Um.
1: The the his two second division one, huh? Because that's the only campeonato <laughs> he has in Argentina. The two, uh, the, the, the second division with River and Banfield, and then the five he went. So he's saying he's won seven. I guess that's what he's alluring to, you know? Um, alluding and not alluding. S-
0: somewhat similar situation. Biesla had his first Premier League game against Liverpool. Uh, Leeds, unfortunately, lost uh, 4-3. but It was a pretty entertaining oh, game. Wow
1: yeah i missed it man they kept matching them you
0: know they were down one they would tie down down uh, again they would tie again um but the the reason i bring it up is because at the end he was getting interviewed and he doesn't speak english so he has translator and his translator was actually doing a pretty good job because i guess biesla is very 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 obsessed with like don't just translate what i say make sure you say how i say it and I guess the ki- the the guy translating for him was like being soft spoken. He wasn't really speaking. He's like, not ratio," you know. He was like, "Say it with your chest," you know. He was he was scolding the <laughs> translator. I thought it was really funny, dude. Um, that's why they call me loco. Oh yeah, he was sweating yeah.
3: Man. He was sweating trying to translate that dude.
0: Imagine the pressure <laughs> you must have, you know, because you know you're not yeah. you're, no, you're in the Premier League, you know, so you're not just like telling your supporters you're 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 ta- you're also like you know talking to the entire league so
1: no one then does the thing benta can be very eloquent man so it just makes it even that much more difficult if you're yeah. translating this dude might throw in a word there that yeah. it's it's gonna you know like go snap <laughs> so yeah that guy is doing a good job uh but he's obviously still intimidated by the by the madman yeah
0: <laughs> Yeah, um, so that pretty much wraps up uh, tonight's episode. We covered Jornada 10, talked about our predictions for Jornada 11.
1: Once- G- is didn't give his prediction for the oh, classical. Yeah. He, he-
3: I'm I'm still going by sort of what I said last time. I think America's is going to take Do it by two goals it or it something. Might be a high-scoring game. Take it by one goal, maybe three
0: to two or something. Um. We'll see if the undefeated streak for Pumas continues when they play León. And also, we will be getting closer to Selección talk uh, at the end of the month when they have their friendly against Costa Rica. Uh, is there anything you guys want to end off with or anything you, you wanted to mention before we end this?
1: Nah, I've I've pretty much said it all. Uh, yeah,
3: I think I'm just wishing... Too.
1: Wishing some luck to my chivas, and and just letting yeah! my hermanos <laughs> letting my hermanos know, the team loses, not the end of the world, man. Uh, don't lose focus of the, you know, that this team has sucked pretty hard for the last what three years, you know. So, our the focus should be finish as high as you can in the table.
2: Baby
0: steps. Get into
1: Liguilla <laughs> Get into the Liguilla finally. Uh try to win a game there and we go from there, man. But but to have these high expectations is you just we just can't. And especially if you look at Chivas and how they've been for not even the past ten years, like the past forty years. I'm very inconsistent. So to I don't know where you people pull off this you know these ideas that the team should always be there when they haven't i don't I don't know, I don't know, man they got but, they uh, know,
3: like they went and got all these good players though man
1: they yeah, but a lot of them are still young, you know they're still young they're still they're still getting there, like Antuna and they still young guys, so we'll see I mean this is like a team built like in another year should be firing on all cylinders. But uh, right now, with our even another, co- <laughs> just he's getting different coaches, man. We need to have the same guy at least two years there.
3: Oh, but did, did you did we talk uh, trophies having uh, what is it
1: gasdrifters Gast- or something? <laughs> he mentioned it. I mentioned he it, mentioned but
3: what?
0: I don't know if you know, have more information about yeah his gas problems.
1: Was he? Was he? Was was his like locker like the way it was uh, Cardoso when he did that interview and he had all those snacks? Yeah. <laughs> yes, because because gastritis is like from eating bad, you know. Unless he had chorro, and it's like that's one of the COVID, <laughs> that's one of the COVID symptoms you fever and chorro. And so, I but I don't think it was that. I just think this guy's not going
3: 100 for whatever reason maybe his liver's gone or something
0: (laughs) i don't think he's like a drunk i don't think he's like getting drunk like i mean i don't think he's like what's his name uh uh, ghoulie yeah i don't think he's i don't don't think he's got that bad of a problem but he
1: was he was overweight so maybe he's just hitting the you know
0: it's the it's the
1: you know how there's the it's
0: the COVID 20 man
1: (laughs) the COVID 20 what is that McDonald's meal? Like, like the Travis Scott, <laughs> so you got the trophies Burger King special or whatever, oh you know?
0: Oh my gosh.
1: And you get the Big Mac and not not the Big Mac. It was the, the what is the Burger King? The one? Whopper. The Whopper, and then you the still get the
0: tacos. you get the the, and, the crown.
1: Wait, what? The... <laughs> you get the all right, all right. Let's let's make the trophy special for BK
0: for BK. You,
1: you get a you get a crown. You, <laughs> you get,
0: you get, some you get a Whopper
1: with two tacos, <laughs> curly fries, uh, oh, a big soda, and uh, <clears throat> like a sundae or something. It's like a, like, like a meal fit for a king. <laughs>
0: uh, well, everyone, um, thanks for hopping on. And for all the listeners that will be listening to this after, uh, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to us. Leave us a voicemail on Anchor. We definitely want to listen to our listeners and see if there's something that we said that you want to uh touch on um but hope everyone has a great night